Hello and welcome to this episode of Fulike's African Skies podcast. My name is Fulike Adebisi. In this podcast, I will be talking about many of the things that I have written about in my blog. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode and please do subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. My name is Fulike Adebisi. I'm an associate professor at the law school, University of Bristol. In this video, I will be very briefly answering the question, what is decolonization? Decolonization can be defined as the continuous and evolving refusal of colonial conditions of life which were introduced and globalized through the capitalist colonial enslavement project via political, social, and epistemic structures of power. This project's inauguration is often dated to 1492. 1492 marks various voyages of discovery of lands and people not actually missing, who were then subjugated into Europe's ways of living, thinking, and being. The immediate uh, refusals of this many-headed project are context-dependent and reject, among other things, the meanings and uses made of bodies and spaces uh, and times by this evolving project. In other words, what we call decolonization. So these contexts, these various contexts of refusals include, uh, among others, anti-colonial actions by colonized nations during and beyond the moment of colonization uh, and it also includes indigenous peoples' uh, quests for sovereignty and for their land back within and beyond settler colonies, as well as racially minoritized peoples' quests for equality, reparations, and racial justice within imperial metropoles. So decolonization initially emerges as both theory and praxis, which colonized peoples, indigenous peoples, and racialized peoples wielded in response to the domination of colonial theories and praxis. In other words, due to the broad range of peoples and places that engage with decolonization, the word or the phrase to decolonize encapsulates a collection of connected activities and purposes that have sought to and continue to seek to fundamentally unseat colonially produced structures of coercive power and technologies of permanent dispossession, dehumanization, accumulation that actually threaten human and planetary survival. Therefore, decolonization, however it is couched, can be understood in the present as an immediate and continuing political and active anti-colonial response, seeking to dismantle ongoing colonialism from the moment of its inception. It is contended in this vein that contemporary action towards decolonization in higher education owes its present appearance to and hence is not divorced from this history dating from 1492. Consequently, the task of academics in the face of the foregoing is to translate varied context-dependent theories and practice of decolonization into our academic work, in other words, teaching, research, and ancillary administration. 
This must be done while untangling the complicity of disciplinary dictates and conceptual methods from the emergence and maintenance reproduction of colonial theories and praxis. It also should be noted that decolonization has a particular register that recognizes colonialism as a structural condition, not an isolated spatial temporal event without broad spatial temporal consequence. Action to decolonize also recognizes that the power of colonialism comes in part from its appearance as normal and natural, how, according to Maldonado Torres, as modern subjects, we breathe coloniality all the time and every day. Therefore, the continual unveiling of colonialism as an engine, as the engine of coercive power is essential to the enactment of decolonization, Thus, its key register is anti-colonial, a refusal. A refusal of the colonial requires returning or ceding stolen power and resources. This is one limitation of diversity as a substitute of decolonization because it doesn't envisage this returning or ceding of power and resources. Decolonization requires, among other things, a discontinuation of the epistemologies that have produce colonialism. This proposes that the university is succeeded or superseded by a, an, equal, an equal pluriversality or pluriversity of knowledges. What I mean here is that decolonization cannot merely be curricular redesign. Rather, we must question how and if our disciplines and intellectual traditions can be put in service of redesigning a world whose ways of thinking and doing and being do not reproduce the structures and harms from which we wish to disengage. We must question how and if our disciplines can produce a world that is not put in constant danger from extreme inequality, starvation, climate emergency, and legacies of injustice. Can we, with our disciplines, produce a world woven in a new design? Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fulke's African Skies podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I look forward to chatting in your ear soon. Goodbye. <laughs>